0: all right kiss army welcome to the kiss faq podcast thank you for giving us your time today nothing is into your head i hope we don't do any damage we hope that you enjoy, enjoy, enjoy,
1: enjoy. oh, oh no,
0: welcome to episode 366 of the kiss faq podcast i'm your host Juliet gill um Daniel's working on exposure issues. So, we thank you for joining us late at night. Thank you. Um, yep. St. Louis Kiss Lonnie. Oh.
2: And the voice of reason, Ken. Yeah, I might expose you in another way, but you know. please don't. Wow, See hey, him,
1: Gino. Please. let's start yeah. the show. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. So,
0: uh, <laughs> during this show, you will have an opportunity to win one of the new Ace, one of the new Ace Rally, uh posters, which of course is for the upcoming Ace Rally. Alice Cooper tour. That should be kicking off imminently. There is, of course, the new merch coming out, which is the triple CD pack via E1, Origins Volume 1, Volume 2, and Spaceman, all housed in a nice uh, case, which you can, get, uh, you can pre-order up on Amazon. So, today's topic is something that Daniel came up with and I think I thought we'd done something similar to this before a different kind of truth evaluation of Mm kisses demos and whatnot but you know what after five years if we do repeat ourselves it's usually with a different cast of characters so Daniel your idea for this topic was
3: my idea was to um, finally get to, to know which is the best kiss song that wasn't on an official album so we're going to rank, uh, we've all given J- Julian our top 10 lists with Kiss songs that they didn't end up on, a, on an album. So I guess there will be some demos and maybe some songs that added up on some box set and, and so on.
0: Yeah. And that really is how it's been approached because everyone kind of came at it from different directions. So rockology stuff is in there. Some Ace Frehley early 90s stuff that, you know, was omitted from the Psycho Circus sessions or rejected or maybe not oh. even presented as the case may be um, demos from various album sessions. You know, we're all over the place in terms of our picks, which is really cool. And I think before we get started into this ranking, just to explain how I've done the Julian math, by the way i failed math miserably <laughs> um, that's always julian,
2: interesting yeah. julian math um magic pencil
0: between the four of us we actually came up with uh, i think the the total was what was it uh, i'm sorry i was wrong before um 25 different songs between the four of us um Great. so so that is our list the way i've narrowed down the list is obviously two of them are unanimous the rest are not. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's, I, I, I find that absolutely fascinating. So then we rank them all in terms of our preference of which is our favoriteest of those. And each one gets a number and it just helps us organize these into a ranking. Let me tell you about some of the ones that don't make the cut. These are the failures. These are the rejects of the rejects. Wow. <laughs> so I want to rule the world. Did not no. make... I can't believe it. I actually moaned when that happened. Yeah, I actually... The... little piece almost, of me... Almost made my list. A little piece of my heart blame died inside. So... Go <laughs> ahead. Reputation. <laughs> oh, also so failed. Mine. Are you always this hot? Rejected. Oh. No,
1: uh, of course. This
0: one. I can't believe it. Feel like heaven. I was the only one who picked it, but I ranked it pretty high. I um, almost
2: picked that. Almost almost doesn't count. To... I know it's another one I almost
0: picked. I almost had a pulse, <laughs> but I didn't. This top twenty list. Out of control, which surprisingly a couple no. of us picked. So no. um, I have just begun to fight, which was a you know mm. some some of these you're going to recognize yeah. from the uh, Gene Simmons vault and of having circulated for many years. Um, promise the moon. Which is, of course, a, a, a revamping of an Elder demo. I like that. Heavy Rain. I think that was Ken's. Ah. Oh, was uh, it was mine. Was it? No, oh, no. Okay. Take mine. Take old, city, which, that it was mine. Take Me to the City. Which was really. That was I'd really pick, pushing it. That one. Yeah, well, it, did, it got <laughs> rejected, so nice pick. You wasted. <laughs> <laughs> it <got>
2: rejected, so. <laughs> it rejected. Um,
0: and then two shockers. Deadly Weapons. Rejected. Mm. And mm-hmm. Legends Never Die. Well, this one did. Because oh, those were the oh leastest of the least. So we do end up with 12 songs to talk about in our top 10 ranking. Because um, what we start off with is a four-way tie. And I just wasn't going to tie break. Because, well, it's all Ken's fault, actually. Um <laughs> It is all
1: Ken's fault. Yeah,
0: being the last, the last panelist to to provide his list left no time to do um, a tie break on these. So what we're going to do is talk about these. These are our least favorites in this list, and on seven points, everybody knows I wait because rain keeps falling on the time traveler. So oh, mm. really? Well, yeah. Okay, Lonnie. Might you start us I off with some of funny. those? Were any of those your picks? Uh, yeah, I'll time. Wait. You had I'll time wait. traveler. Yeah, yeah, you had time on mine. Yeah,
1: that's two of them that are on mine. All right. What so tell. Ta- um,
0: everybody knows. That's and awesome. rain keeps falling down, no. down, down. No, yeah, I, had, I, had I had time, time traveler.
1: Keeps falling. Uh, I had yeah. time traveler was my number ten. I like that. It really, and, and everybody said this listen to it, they, it really sounds like it belongs on the soundtrack of some kind of 80s movie or something like that. Some kind of montage and some kind of 80s. Yeah. That really. It's awesome. Like that, that song belongs at. And it, it, it's a good song. It'd be really fitting in some kind of montage in a movie, like, you know. Oh, Back to the future. I, mean, I know it doesn't, it does fit into a Rocky, but you know, Rocky, Rocky always had like a montage in the middle when he's working out and all of a sudden like, oh yeah, my head's in the game now. And here comes this, you know, big montage of, of Rocky working out in the, in the, you know, in, in in Russia, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's the old-fashioned way, you know. Rocket four. Right, the best. <laughs> and so it really sounds like it belongs in a movie. I I I really like the song. It, it was it was number ten on my list, so it did make my cut. But I wait. I had it number four. I had it really high up there. I really like. I wait. It might be it's not my favorite song off, off of the of vault, but it's pretty darn close. It's really really good. I listened, I uh, made a playlist of these ten songs and like listen to them over and over and over today while I was working. "I Wait" is really good. So, um, I, did anybody? I get. I maybe is it on there because I ranked it so high, or did anybody else have, here have it on their list?
0: It's. I did here. not have
1: that one on my list. It's so only me? here
0: because of you. Only wow! You. Wow!
1: Wow! How about that? Yeah.
0: yeah. Thanks a lot for skewing things. <laughs> yeah. And notice how none of these were rejects from Revenge. Shock.
1: There are no rejects from Revenge, there are no. Almost. I mean, there's I Want to Touch You Now, but... It, yeah, it, but that's, It doesn't really
0: count. No. no. No vocals. Oh, no. Right. No. Right. All right, let's move on. Uh, Daniel, you picked uh, a couple of those in your list. Yeah. I mean, actually, they're right next to each other, so
3: why? Number four, I had Everybody Knows. I think that... I'm baffled it didn't make the cut for Psycho Circus. To me, it's better than all the Gene songs that ended up on the album. It's kind of have a haunting feeling. Uh, Nice vocals from Gene. I actually like, there are a few different versions of it, but I almost prefer the simple one with almost only an acoustic guitar. I think it's awesome. Absolutely top five for me. And Time. It was a Time Traveler. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of the Rocky soundtracks. I, I mean, I love those kinds of songs. So everything that sounds, you know, a bit 80s and you you want to work out to it. Uh, I always like those songs. And as Lonnie so well put it, it this is something that could have ended up on, on, on something like that. And uh, by the way, Rocky IV is a pretty cool movie as well. Russia versus America. He puts it out pretty blunt. But uh, And, you know, Dolph Lundgren is actually from Sweden, so there's a um, bit of Sweden in, in, in oh, that movie. There you go. Yeah. He's an awesome guy. He's, he's like – his IQ is like 130, 100, something like that. He's really smart. You don't think that when you maybe watch the movies. Wait, isn't he a chemical
0: uh, engineer or something? Yeah, I know exactly. he's got doctorates.
3: He's a chemical oh, wow. engineer as well. So, so uh, well – that was a bit uh beside the point but but time travel of course it 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 it, it belongs in 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 a, in a list like this awesome song very 80s of course but if you like the 80s it's pretty awesome
0: um ken yeah do you have any of these in your list? Rain
2: keeps falling rain keeps falling here. there we go um,
0: oh that's that's why it made the list <laughs>
2: it's number
1: four
2: on my list ah, I it too. <clears throat> yeah i did it too um <laughs> though you know i just think that's good there's a lot of versions of this um but i i've just always let you know like the song great melody on it um you know it's just a good one the the ones that daniel picked were on my list at one time i mean i had songs going in and out of my list and both of his were on my list. So that's how close they Dang. were. I guess if we had a top 20, we'd probably have a lot more matches. But um, yeah, those, those songs that you picked were very close to being on my list. And tomorrow, my list could change to something else. So there's so many demos out there or you know, pretty good songs.
0: Well, I didn't have any of these freaking songs on my list. So I'm, I'm glad I well, don't uh... have to. I, I'm not even going to... You know rise my heart and bash time traveler which <laughs> ah. i despise i, I just wow. do not like that song but you know
1: you're
3: insane
0: yeah thank you <laughs> let's mo- moving on from my insanity into the next position which would be number eight and it's a reject i guess um that ended up on eric carr's rockology album the eyes of love oh. which i did have and i to be perfectly honest, I had the benefit of two of you had sent your list to me, and obviously I'd seen them. And I saw that, I was like, ooh, I'd forgotten about Arcology forgot from that yeah. context. So, you know, I went and looked at the track listing on there and, you know, some of the other stuff that does circulate that didn't make that album. Um, and it's a really good pick. You know, there's a lot of good Eric Carr stuff from the 80s that didn't make kiss albums and then you look at the gene simmons stuff that did and it it just boggles the mind that you know something like eyes of love could just be wasted so that it comes out decades later on rockology when so many in the kiss army have moved on and just don't care anymore so very cool to see that one picked um daniel you picked that one as well
3: I'll I'll just have to second you. I agree with what you said. It was truly a good '80s song. With um, you know, a, you uh, you instantly remember the chorus. Uh, very powerful vocals from from Eric. Uh, I think it was. Did he do this one for Crazy Nights or was it earlier? I'm not sure. If he did the demo for Crazy Nights, I think so. I'm not really sure, but but I think it, it was somewhere around there and. I mean, you just have to look at some of the songs on Crazy Nights and Hard in the Shade. If Paul or Gene had written this one, of course it would have made the album, but uh, it was again, Eric feeling a bit left out. And uh, I'm sure uh, Paul understood it was a great song, maybe better than some of his, Bang, Bang, You, for example. <laughs> but uh, just, just because it was Eric, it didn't make a cut. And then they gave him, you know, Little Caesar just uh, was it the last song on Hot in the Shade, the worst spot to have it in as well. So uh, it's a great song. I had it in number six, at number six.
0: It was funny as I was listening to Bang Bang You today. <laughs> yeah. uh, why? Why? Live- well, we're, we're finally authoring the Belfast 1988 DVD. You know, it's been up okay. on YouTube and crappy quality. So putting it together properly, finally, um, that's good. And when I went to check out the audio and the video mix on that, I, I checked out obviously bang, bang, you going into Eric Carr's drum solo into, uh, Bruce's guitar solo and then coming, coming back out into, uh, no, no, no. So uh, listen, checked all of that out today. So, all right, moving uh, moving on to Lonnie. Eyes of Love. Thoughts on that quickly, because you didn't pick fact, it, did you?
1: I did not pick it. Um, but it's a good song. I can see why you guys did. I actually forgot about, I guess it's criminal, that I, I forgot about the Rock allergy album to look at. it, But um, that's, a, that's an excellent pick. And Daniel's right. It, it is better than, you know, not only some of the Gene stuff that ended up on these albums, but the Paul stuff as well. I um and I think it's actually another case of of Kiss not taking the song submitted by the drummer seriously. It's not the first time um, that we've seen that in the history of the band, and I guess I, like, I don't think it's anything personal against Eric Carr. Maybe it's per, maybe something personal against the drummers that we don't really take the their submission seriously. So I uh, it's a it's a great song. I I can see why why you guys put it on your list. I kind of forgot about it.
0: Ken, did you take into consideration, uh, you know, rockology or that side
2: of things when you're doing your list? No, I, I kind of overlooked it, like, um, like Lonnie. Um, yeah, thinking about it now, I should, you know, I should have picked that. <laughs> probably put, put it on my list, um, but you know, I, I overlooked it. Um, I think I was focused on the original four members more than than anything else when I was looking at the stuff um yeah it's it's better than a lot of songs during the 80s and you know what some of the songs that other songs that gene had were better than the songs that that ended up on the album he has better songs off the album uh, albums 80s albums than were on 80s some of the 80s albums so um that that's another issue that i've I've mentioned before and that's i think there's reasons for that but anyway um (laughs) The same reason I think that Eric Carr didn't get anything on on the albums either. Um, so uh, yeah, it's a, I think it's a really good song, and I'm I'm kind of sorry I overlooked it.
0: Yeah, so this is a really weird list because of the way that we've all approached it, and I don't doubt that people who are out there watching or listening are going, "What the hell?" You know. <laughs> you know, have an open mind with some of these songs, you know, could have been on kiss albums, some, you know, maybe we're stretching a little bit, but you know what, we're kiss fans. Um, and we pushed the boundaries, the rules were made to be broken. Mm-hmm. All right. Wow. We've got, a, we, we've got another three way tie for the next bunch. And, uh, these are all, they only scored nine points in total. So, I mean, we're, we're, we're pretty low points wise, uh, mm-hmm. for anyone who's watched our rankings previously. Um, chrome heart is mm. only here because of ken um, i love that song yeah uh, love is blind and suspicious which probably has a lot of people shaking their heads with the wtf moments and uh actually that's only there because of me so ken um you're guilty
2: well yeah chrome heart is, like, is like, i put it as number two on my list uh i think it's just a great rocker by gene a really good rock song um that should have been on the album, definitely. Uh it's better than Heart of Chrome. Uh this is Chrome whoa, Heart. Whoa, whoa. It's better than Heart of <laughs> Chrome. Yeah, it is. I think it's better it's better. It has a better riff. Um
0: I'm trying to and It's just not working.
2: <laughs> no. So I, people out there go go listen to it um on YouTube. You know, search it up, Gene Simmons Chrome Heart. And uh yeah, you'll see how good this song is. It really is a good song. So yeah. I, the reason is, is you know, I forgot about it, and I, and I, you know, searching through stuff, and and it came across. I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is a great you know tune. Should have made an album, definitely. That's why I put it so high.
0: Which is why I can't even think of its melody or any lyrics. Um, you haven't heard it enough.
2: Yeah, clearly,
0: <laughs> cl- clearly not. Um, Daniel That's Erlani, good. any thoughts on Chrome Party?
3: I just I think it's remember. funny I think it's funny that uh, and no, no none of these songs ended up on an album but the titles did you know Paul just <laughs> stole the titles from Chrome he 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 did Heart of Chrome himself and then also the demo called Gene had a lot of demos that were named like rain or heavy rain and suddenly Paul comes up with a song named rain uh, but I didn't pick any of those songs that were mentioned, so
1: let's hear what <laughs> Lonnie has to say. I'm kind of in the same camp as Julian on the Heart, right? I can't, I can't think of the melody or anything on it right now. <laughs> Off the top of my head, I'll have to go back and get out. Go Ken's, listen to it. I, I will take Ken's Continue. advice and go listen to it again. Um, but is love, love is Blind, is that the other one?
0: Love is Blind and Suspicious.
1: I picked "Love Is Blind." I did not pick "Suspicious." Mm-hmm. "Love Is Blind" is number eight on my list. Does anybody else have "Love Is Blind" on their list? No, do it's, it's a good tune. No, it really does. I, like it. I have it on there. I think it's. I think it's. You know, it's. It's a good Gene song. Very, very Beatles-esque. I mean, I can see why it doesn't make a Kiss album. That you know, it, it doesn't. It wouldn't. I can't think of a Kiss album that it would really mold into very well but it's a great song very very you can really hear the, the beatles influence on that song and I, I think it's a great song um but again i can see what i signed on i guess.
0: yeah I, I will say this these 12 songs that we've come up with uh would make an absolutely horrible kiss album if they were to take all of these and do a van halen thing and you know work on those backing tracks and keep vocals and replace this and replace terrible album i mean it'd be, it would probably be called blender um because yeah. it's just blender without a lid on because it, it's like one of Jean's songs in the 80s just all over the place so yeah. um yeah i i picked suspicious and from the moment I heard the sample of that, um, it didn't. I didn't remember that that ended up on um, Black and Blue album. But I figure since there's plenty of Kiss songs with Jamie St. James and Tommy Thayer co-writes, that it's completely fair play um, that Gene had a vocal demo that it was included on the vault, and I really dug it and it made me go back and listen to the whole be- black and blue back catalog and discover that there was some stuff on those albums that i do actually like and think has held up well so i had it as my second in second place oh, wow. that that's how much i like that song um today when i was doing my listing because i'm happily able to say that tomorrow could be completely different and probably would be so yeah. um two of us had love is blind. I love that song from the moment I got the first bootleg with it on again the beetle-ish nature of it and you know that that's my number 5 pick. Who else had love is blind Lonnie you was all right? Yeah. you do too,
2: yeah. It's a good, so, good
0: song. Yeah. All right. Now it's a big separation in points as I think we get a a couple more of us actually liking some of these songs and i'll go to the sheet where i've got how many of us picked each song um at the end okay so in fourth place now on 17 points so nearly double are you ready well lonnie are you ready
1: i am i had it very high on my list i had it what two maybe i had it two two on my list i love that song that's better in my opinion are you ready is better than anything on monster and sonic boom for that matter i i think it's you know one of the one of the best kiss songs since i i don't know when because you can go back to psycho circus I, i think it's better than anything on psycho circus except except maybe the title title track might be the only thing i can really compare it to as far as a kiss song going back to 1998. I mean, I listen to that song a lot. It is really good. And there's some early, like, um, tweets from the band about Monster coming out. And, and Are You Ready is listed as, as, one, of the, as one of the songs. And mm-hmm. why it got left off, I, I think it's mind-boggling. Because and Paul Stanley was in control. There you go. That's the reason. And it was the
0: same it was. Story why were some can. of those songs on the vault left off the '80s album, and the you ended up with the shit that, sandwiches that Gene ended up with? There's a reason.
1: I've can you imagine you summer 2012? That that's the single that comes out instead of "Hella Hallelujah"? It would have yeah. been awesome. There's. there's been a reason. Yeah, I I, yeah. I think the buzz around Monster would have been. So much more intense. If that had been the lead single in the summer of 2012, leading up to its release, talk about a missed opportunity. I love that song. And Kiss that's why I put it at number two.
0: Nice production, too,
1: on it. Yeah. For yeah. Emma.
0: Yeah, well, so she... it's because of Lonnie and me. I mean, I had this, uh, this is my number three pick on this list yeah. today. Uh, and exactly for that, then when we talk about Kiss and we talk about what we like in Kiss songs, Anthemic is often a word thrown about. Are you ready? It's a declaration. It's the sort of thing you expect Paul Stanley to be demanding of the audience, not Gene Simmons. So when, again, it was the lead off single from The Vault, it was like, how the hell did this miss out on a Kiss album? And for exactly that reason, because how dare Gene Simmons be coming up with a Paul Stanley audience rap of, are you ready? You know? It's so much of what's been missing from KISS in, over the past two decades. That message is such a shame that Paul couldn't say, whoa, I, I, I didn't think of that. Well, maybe I'll sing it. You know, Because it's a great song, and it is a great thing to say to the audience other than say yeah, or are you ready? Yeah. Daniel, thoughts on are you ready?
3: It was close on my list. I had it at number 11, so I also enjoyed the song. I think it's... Uh... Really, a really well written rocker and uh, but I wouldn't replace Hell or Hallelujah. I think that's even an even better song, song. but it should have been on a kiss album, that's for sure. Um, If you look at Gene Simmons, his songs on on especially Monster, it's mind blowing that it didn't make it. So it's a real good song. Number 11 on my list It was close, but no cigar
2: can yes the only the only reason i, I you know it, it's a great song the only reason i didn't pick it it was because it was too I, guess, I felt it was just too obvious oh, yeah. uh, it's too and, great. i know and, and and i thought oh and i thought i'd be called out on it because i didn't think anyone else was gonna pick it <laughs> so i i just said no uh, uh, there's a lot of other good songs i'm gonna come up with some other good stuff so but yeah that's that was borderline making my lists yeah, like some way. other ones so mm. it's a good pick definitely a good pick
0: yeah so you're absolutely right ken there's a ton of other good stuff to pick from for this list uh so i hope people do remember that so let me remind you you want a free poster just email kissfaq at outlook.com um and include your e- your email address don't send me your postal address and i'll put you in the hat and uh maybe you'll maybe you'll win one and i'll let you know so well move it the, the one i always wear <laughs> the bootlegger hat all right moving on into uh third place on 26 points and i am shocked i'm pretty disappointed actually sword and stone ah. only made it to third place and daniel you and i both had it as our number one pick daniel really why?
2: really number one yeah oh yeah
0: wow.
3: great minds great minds think alike yeah. it's uh it's the best the best song kiss ever did but didn't add up on an album for me mm. for sure yeah. um, if you yeah. look at the time if you look at the time period this was just this was perfect but if you're a gene guy like Ken, you might say it's a bit too pop, you know, too much pop or something. Pretentious. But, as yeah, well. pretentious, maybe. Yeah, yeah. That might be it. Uh, the, the lyrics are 80s cheese, but I don't mind that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't mind that at all. Uh, but I, the best thing about this is something that's been lacking from the band for the past few decades, I guess. Uh, Paul Stanley vocals, top-notch Paul Stanley vocals. I mean, the vocals on this song are, he's hitting it out of the park, you know. It's a home run for sure. Uh, One of his best performances in my mind. And imagine what this could have done on the album with, uh, you know, putting some more time into this song and uh, making it even better. It ended up on some other album. Some other band covered it, but Bonfire. Well, yeah, but when Paul isn't on on vocals, it's it's just not the same. It's not the same. So I really enjoy that demo. And uh, uh, why did I pick again? Bang bang you over this one. Uh, this I'm sure it must have been the producer Ron Nevison, again. Oh. What do you think? Because otherwise, if it had been any other album like Animalize, uh, Asylum, where Paul were was in the driver's seat, I'm sure it would have ended up on the album. But um, it did. I was what say, do you Ron, say
2: Ron Nevison was in Paul's pocket. I mean, they were like I think vacationing oh, together cahoots. in I think Vale, Colorado, Whistler. or something like that. Yeah. Or oh, okay. And uh, so yeah. Or Aspen. Aspen. Was yes. it was it
0: aspen? I don't know. Oh, somewhere with yeah. snow.
2: You might. It's, yes. I think it is aspen. I think it was aspen. But anyway, someone. Um, <laughs> it's just, yeah. I, I could. I could see why. Um, you know, this is. I. You know, Paul's probably said, "Well, this, these are my best ones. Let's use these ones." You know, and the guy's like, "Okay." You know, so anyway, and then Gene, you know, gets, you know, his his stuff better stuff turned away. Suspicious. Of exactly. Yeah, things like that. Um, um, but anyway, we've talked about that before. Right. So I mentioned that. Yeah, he had him. They were kind of hanging out together, uh, Paul and Ron Davidson
0: Yeah. So when I did the the Kaseviki Song Story series, I did feature this song. And Foreigner said they, or was it Loverboy? Yeah, Loverboy, sorry. Um, so they wanted to record it and then um mm-hmm. what's his name the lead singer of um reno, Lou mike reno?
1: yeah mike oh, Lou Re- Graham.
2: that's foreigner
0: yeah no mike reno said he, reno. he, okay. he couldn't he couldn't sing it so oh really he, so uh a pretty good voice yeah paul dean decided to record it for his solo album that he solo was working album. on and he did a whole bunch of stuff on his solo album that reno had rejected um uh, for oh. lover boy and I don't know why I keep getting Foreigner and Loverboy mixed up, but I did get the song stories. Yeah. So that's uh that's the excuse that Ron Nevison used, that it had kind of been promised to another high profile mm-hmm. band. Um so they moved on to other material. Now, why would that have not been a problem the next year with Hide Your Heart when Bonnie Tyler, <laughs> Molly Hackley, every, you know? It, it doesn't make any sense and and when you end up with stuff like bang bang you on an album i mean who the hell was thinking of that versus are you always His hot dial L for love all the other stuff which is so clearly superior to a lot of the dross on on that album so i picked it as well and i don't know if i'd go as far as saying great minds because that'll come at, back to haunt us a couple picks later when it's ken Anani's turn <laughs> um but it is a really good anthem and it's something that was missing that it also is sincere and i think daniel you said it that it's a great vocal take but i don't think it's a better vocal than every time i look at you or you know certainly some of the stuff on mtv unplugged i think paul still had great vocals in him you know all the way up through the 90s but it is a really good and strong song um lonnie do you want to say anything on this one
1: no I, you guys pretty well summed it up i I had sword and, sword and stone seven on my list definitely made my list um there's just some some tracks I like better than sword and stone but I I agree with you guys it, 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 it's ridiculous that it's not on crazy nights well some of the garbage that is on crazy nights is, is there it's really mind mind-boggling I remember the first time I got first time I heard this song was it was late late '90s, I got a, a CD called Deadly Demos, and there's a couple versions of it on there. And I was like blown away listening to that. Like, what is this? This is amazing. And I remember, like playing it for my friends, like so, like proud of it, and and at the same time almost embarrassed that this was the, you know, this this demo was the only version of it that I had that it wasn't on a product. So it was kind of a mixed emotions, you know, listening to it and playing it for me
0: ken yeah. you also had it on your list so it did,
2: make, did. It, it did meet it ken's number, list it was yeah, it was number nine on my list um and it, it almost didn't make it but uh yeah i stuck it in there towards the end and stuck it in. i think it's it, it's, <laughs> it's towards the uh cheesy side as far as i'm concerned you know kind of the the lyrics and chorus part of it um, that's why it kind of falls lower on there but otherwise it's yeah it's a real good song that should have ended up on the cassette and there we go
0: all right moving on now another another substantial jump up to 31 points and daniel made it made a good point about this actually because you said smoke and then you said slash don't you hesitate aren't they really the same song anyway and then yeah kind of so mm. I, I did combine those, and Ken, you had both of them on your list separately. I had both of those on your list. So, you know,
2: There's
0: that's so why we're on 31 console. points. Like for, like. Yeah, that's, that's, and Lonnie had Smoke on his list, and I didn't have either of them on mine. So, Ken, since you have two picks on your list, uh, why don't you talk about Smoke and Don't You Hesitate?
2: Yeah, I mean, it has that uh, old-time feel, rock and roll, very R- Rolling Stone-ish uh, kind of riffing, um, which which uh, I like, um, and yeah, it's 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 it just doesn't make sense that it wasn't on something like Dress to Kill, or, you know that that era kind of uh, you know album. Um, it made it could have made Dress to Kill even you know better, you know than it you know was. So you know, uh, yeah, they're similar. They are similar songs. I I, I give you that, and I guess I I do like that, you know, that rock groove, that old time rock and roll kind of groove, and I've always liked that kind of stuff. That's why I like stuff like Let Me Go Rock and Roll, and you know, whatever, and other stuff. So, it's a cool, cool song or cool songs, and I think they're they're both good, and probably the same song.
0: (laughs) Now, Don't You Hesitate, of course, was demoed for uh, for Destroyer. The album that became destroyer but I, I think it's too similar to some of the happy clappy stuff yeah. on you know dress to, kill, to kill you know and a Thing for my baby don't you have, they both have that mm-hmm. kind of you know yeah, boogie yeah, we... they're, they're very 70s boogie songs boogie yeah, boogie. yeah. thinking of some, one of the recent threads on the faq um <laughs> yeah. so i i can see there not being much that you can do with them and Ezrin's saying well you know it's okay but i just don't see where it goes You know it doesn't have any real prospects for development and smoke certainly does you know it ain't the smoke you know yeah what what a great it's and and the the call out it's the fire you know Mm -hmm. real it's that's fun that's fun rock so uh daniel your thoughts uh since you had combined them both really
3: Yeah, because if you listen to the guitars and the drums, it's basically the same song. But I have to agree with you guys, my first makeup album was Dressed to Kill, and I love that one. And as Ken mentioned, it sounds like something off of Dressed to Kill. But as you said, Julian, it's very similar to the other Paul songs. So to add another one like that really makes no sense. So... I don't see it ending up on an album, maybe on some sort of B-side or something. But I really like, especially "Smoke." I think the uh, the lyrics and the chorus are a bit better on that one, but they're basically the same song. But I had it uh, at number three, so it's really good uh, to my ears.
0: And Tolani's, because he had it.
1: Well, he had "Smoke" at number three as well. Yeah, "Smoke" at number three. I really like you know i really like i like smoke better than don't hesitate you know they're basically the same song but you know i really like you know it's kind of made a good comparison like reminds me of let you know like with the, the walking baseline type of a rhythm to it that you can really get into um i really i really enjoyed the song would you know those demos came out years ago with, with smoke and mistake on and it was like oh my gosh where 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 was this stuff at yeah um i mean and i can see I can see why Ezrin would would leave would leave it off the destroyer. it's not the direction it doesn't fit with the direction he was molding for that album smoke smoke would be an odd placement on that album unless Bob really did some molding and recreating of that song it would it would really feel like the eyeball on that album so I can see why it's not there but you know maybe maybe a couple albums later go back and 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 revisit some of these hey maybe that wasn't such a a bad idea maybe we could still turn this into something you know and and you know something useful so i i really like it um it's a great song
0: yeah but don't you hesitate there's something lazy about it to me like it's a throwaway Paul Stanley I, I can just see Paul Stanley sits down I'm gonna write a song five minutes later here you go it's like you know last-minute homework mm-hmm. and you know it's like Paul Stanley phoning it in Ken did I get yeah. you on these yeah, But, yeah. but I, yeah.
3: I just have to say that some of Paul's best so- songs has actually been they have been written in five minutes Uh he, that was the way he worked in the early days so but I see what you mean uh, it's very similar to a lot of the other songs uh, what did you say Ken?
0: He said he had already spoken about it Okay, and that I was okay. losing Very track good. of everything Let's as, as usual. So uh, that means our number one song is No Surprise What So Frickin' Ever, which is almost a shame. And I'm going to go first because I ranked this the lowest of us all, and it was my number four pick, um, simply because I think I'm oversaturated with it. Mm-hmm. It's my mm-hmm. life uh, on, on, what, 35 points. You know... It's kind of been that song that we've always searched out better, marginally better sound quality versions of the 1982 one. That 1998 abomination is just a waste of air. Um, The real one, back when it was, you know, legit is just Mm -hmm. a fantastic anthem and we've said it we've sung its praises how many times on this show and you know it just is a really really good song born in the elder realized in creatures and then given to wendy o williams (laughs) (laughs) and black and blue did a version of it as well which Mm. is halfway decent so it made my list. It didn't get to the top of it just because, you know, stuff like Suspicious is a little bit newer and fresher and still kind of interesting. Daniel, you had this uh, not at the top either. You know, this was your number three pick.
3: Um, yeah. But as you said, we've, we've spoken about this song over and over again. So I don't know if there's a lot to add to it. But, you know, great chorus, uh, uh, great um, lyrics as well. It's uh, It could have been a hit uh, in, in the, I guess, early 80s. But um, for Creatures, it really doesn't fit that album. So what do you do with it? And then you, you get Vinnie Vincent and all his uh, creations and Lick It Up. Then you maybe don't need it as well. Uh, and then it gets, uh, you know, almost forgotten about and they put it in uh, the vault again. Uh, but. Uh, <clears throat> An awesome song, Um, but as you said, Julian, I've heard it so many times at this point, so I'm a bit tired of it, but I still see the greatness in it. So it's too bad people didn't get to hear it. That's uh, my take on it, you know. I think this could have created some some buzz and and people would have heard it, people who weren't into KISS, and said, well, this is a great song, who did this one? And oh, KISS, and they might have become fans. So. Great song. Yeah, I, I do see how it can end up at number one.
0: Yeah, so what you do on Lick It Up is you shit Can on the eighth day.
3: Yeah. And mm.
0: you put, it's my life. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, or not for the innocent, for that matter. Maybe. Yeah. No. Your face, no. No,
3: no, uh, no. Maybe you can put of, it at the end. I'm pushing instead Can of, towards instead the break
2: Yeah. Instead of, yeah, I like On the eighth day. Anyway.
0: Uh, all right well daniel well, said it before great minds think alike so both ken and lonnie have it's my life as their number one picks lonnie tell us why
1: it is it's 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 the it's the best song that's not on a kiss album and i think a lot of kiss a lot of kiss fans will agree with that it's it's the best song that they recorded that never ended up on a on a kiss album proper i mean i can see, i mean I can see it not being on creatures, but I, I think lick it up is where it really would have belonged. Not that there's anything wrong with "lick it up, but I could, I, I think taking the makeup off and having an anthem of "It's my life would have, could have really propelled them even further as like the second single off of off of "lick it up or maybe even the first single off of "lick it up. like it's my life and they're you know out of the makeup. here I, here I am. Um, here we are. It could have been, you know, a, a really kickstarter for their for their non-makeup 80s career. It's you know, and, and I can, and it's so good, you know, that that's why they revisited it on, on Psycho Circus. You know, maybe it's because of lack of good materials why they had to revisit it on, on Psycho Circus and thought about including it. Um, and I know Julian's not a big fan of of that version of it. And it has its flaws, but I I I still wish it would have ended up on Psycho Circus. You know, drawing a line. Okay, it didn't end up on on Lookout for Creatures. Fine. Well, put it on Psycho Circus at that point in time because the material that you had at that point was not was not that great, and put that on there that had potential for something at least. I think at that point in their career, that it it, it would have been a song that maybe a lot of a lot of Kiss fans may may not have still heard at that point, or or could have brought in some newer fans. Like, oh, that's because it's very radio friendly I, I think it could have done well for him again in 98 so you know it had it had multiple opportunities that wind up on kiss albums and for some reason never did for I guess for reasons smarter than I can understand Paul Oh well, yeah <laughs> again again <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's true there's, there's a running there's a running
0: <clears throat> yeah and I actually love the point that you make that it would have been a great declaration of where kiss was at in september 1983 when they took off the makeup and exactly what you just said about them making a declaration yeah i've never thought of it in those terms of what those lyrics could have meant to the band taking off its makeup so i think that's a really you know awesome point to have made ken it's also your number one pick and apart from saying gene simmons name why
2: no it's just a great anthem um and i i you know i i hope there is a fully produced uh version of it that was recorded for creatures i hope there is i hope there is one because i would love to hear it in that form uh that w- would have been perfect i do agree with lonnie that they could have you know put it on look it up it would have fit in there no problem um and yeah where it's it's my life they could have called it you know it's our life or or you know and like Lonnie said here we are you could they could have changed it's my life to here we are or whatever um as a declaration you know change the lyrics up a little bit um but yeah it should have been it should have been on, uh, definitely on creatures, even from the beginning. I don't know why they could have left it off. I mean, it doesn't fit so much. I, so I understand that. So look it up, yes. Um, from what I heard is Gene Simmons. I sorry, I said Gene Simmons, but he he kept bringing it back every album. You know, uh, uh, Animalize. He kept bringing it back. I think he brought it back for like even Crazy Nights. Uh, I believe, yeah, I read or I mean, I probably read out of Julian's book, but anyway, um, and that's and... probably wrong <laughs>
1: Incorrect. And
2: so so he kept bringing it back because he knew how good of a song it was. and Paul, I think Paul it, this is why well, I think with Paul's songs, if his song because he you know wrote the song, um, if if it's got rejected off an album. He just leaves it, he doesn't ever bring it back. He just leaves it, he's like, it's rejected, I've been rejected, that's a reject, I'm not gonna go back to it ever. Where Gene, he goes, he'll get a whole bunch of rejected and he'll keep working at it, retooling it, trying to get it, you know, get him perfected and try to get him on an album. So that's the difference between the two there. Um, But yeah, it's number one for me, it should have been. You know i've heard it so many times now you know, i was sick of it but i i know it's such a great song and it needed to be on a kiss album
0: so paul's so. on the songwriting credit and um, so that means that going back to the elder when it was born that paul was probably involved in it musically rather than lyrically so maybe yes. he hates the song so much because gene took that idea and turned it into something awesome
2: it's <laughs> Anything's great,
0: possible. Great theme. Yeah. So let's run down the list. Um, from least to most favorite, everybody knows. I wait. Rain keeps falling. Time traveler. Eyes of love. Chrome heart. Love is blind. Suspicious. Are you ready? Sword and stone. Smoke slash. Don't you hesitate. And it's my life. Now let me give you some of the breakout on how these votes went down. It's my life and sword and stone had unanimous consent we all agreed on those only two songs had three people voting for them i want to rule the world and smoke and i want to rule the world didn't make the list because it just wasn't high enough uh, high up enough on everyone's list um the songs that two of us agreed on were are you ready eyes of love love is blind out of control and daniel i think yeah and time traveler and then the rest of them only had a single vote each and it was just all dependent on where they ranked in our lists for them. So that's some pretty weird shit to be perfectly honest. Um, (laughs) But that's the whole idea of doing this conversation and framing it that way. Um, I don't think there's any shocks that It's My Life Wins and the rest is just completely up for grab. No one's gonna be shocked that Sword and Stone are there. All of them are probably scratching their heads saying, well, you guys are playing by some pretty interesting rules by including Rockology, and you know and and that but you know so what it's our show we get to do whatever the hell we want Um, I I do want to get your guys thoughts on a couple of topics on the FAQ this week and obviously we've got the postponement of the South American leg of the tour until next year the postponement of the Australian leg of the tour until next year Charlie Watts being unable to tour with the Rolling Stones and You know the Foo Fighters have successfully you know, hit the road again for their tour. Uh, ZZ Top's continuing their tour without Dusty and just his hat on a mic stand without, what's his name, Elwood filling in on bass. I mean, mm-hmm. just what, what are your impressions now for wherever you are in the world and what's going on in COVID in your neighborhood and what's going on socially for the prospect of touring? Because rehearsals are starting for KISS. And they're going full steam ahead. Ken and I have tickets. Um, Daniel, Sweden, I mean, what's your take on touring and and the state of kind of the pandemic world that we're still a part of?
3: Well, personally, I'd say I'd never go to a concert now. I've gotten one shot so far uh, of vaccine. If I had had the second shot as well, maybe I would think about it, but I'm kind of not taking any chances and I don't see touring starting just yet. Um, But as we see around the world, just as they start letting up on, on, you know, uh, the rules and people get out, it starts all over again. So I'm I'm not sure what will happen. And on the other, the other thing you mentioned with uh, CZ Top continuing with just a hat on a mic stand. Well, that was what he wanted. He said, carry on, continue the show and keep on playing for the fans. So then I think it's the right decision. Uh, And if you think back uh, of uh, our band, KISS, when they uh, put the makeup on Ace and Peter, at first, uh, on Tommy and Eric, at at first it feels really strange and hard to accept. But when you think about it, would you like to have that or nothing at all? Uh, then I think it's a pretty easy choice. I'd rather see C Top as they are now than don't see CC Top. Mm-hmm. Same goes for Rolling Stones. I mean, to be really honest, how many go to to a, to a Rolling Stones concert to see Charlie Watts? <laughs> I don't know, not 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 too many, I think. So, uh, so I think from what I've heard, his, his ill or something maybe he can join a bit later on the tour but starting to postpone the whole tour i I don't see that happening you know so um, i think i think it's okay that they continue playing
0: yeah, you know, Charlie Watts had emergency surgery. So, you know, it was a very much a last minute thing. The guy's 80 yeah. years old, Keith and Mick are 77. Lonnie, what's, what's your take? St. Louis, how, how's that part of the world doing in terms of confidence? I know it was an early, you know, kind of opener uh, in some areas of your state. W- would you be confident going to a show? Are you looking forward to any?
1: No, Missouri has its set of problems as you've probably seen on the news. Uh, we. we we are we are we are high up there in in COVID numbers right now. Um, a lot of people in, in our state don't want to take the vaccine and, um, mm-hmm. for you know what whatever reason. So we are we are we are um, high up there in numbers right now. Um, however, I do have tickets to go see Guns and Roses in Indianapolis in about about a month from right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm excited about it. You know, I haven't seen a concert in a year and a half. And I mean, I know Ken, you and Angelina and have tickets to a KISS show. So, I mean, I'm excited about going, you know, it's going to be, I, and I've been to a Cardinal game with 35,000 people in the, in the stands, you know, a couple weeks ago. And it was a little weird, you know, to be honest with you, because the last time I saw a sporting event was like pandemic and like, like, like seats around me are zip tied off and like no one can sit within you know six or eight feet from us and that was strange too but at the same time it was strange sitting down like there's people right on top of me breathing into the back of my neck during this game and like yelling behind me and it's like it's weird it was a little little strange and a little Mm -hmm. unnerving for a little while you know like a certain point where like the game wasn't very good and i looked at her and i was like all right let's get the hell out of here so (laughs) well
3: you know and The European championship in soccer was held in in, uh, Russia a few months ago. Uh, And Finland, you know, they're neighboring countries. And the capital of Finland is? Helsinki. Very very good. And uh, uh, so, (laughs) but uh, uh, some, like 3,000 Finnish people went over and, and watched the 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 European Championships and Finland really had no COVID COVID, uh, at all, almost. It was open. But then when the fans came back and they were going to check them, they had like two personnel who checked at the border. It it didn't work. So they checked a few hundred and they just let the rest go into the country. And now it has spread COVID. So people are hating on these soccer fans. Uh, and they started the COVID thing all over again. So, so I'm not sure. I'm staying away from from uh, big crowds.
0: Yeah, I, I'm. I went back to work, and I'm now taking public transport. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And someone sat down next to me on the bus. I was like, (gasps) you know, after, you know, social distancing for 18 months, get away two seats away. But you don't have to now. So it's like it's a really weird feeling. And also getting these places opening back up. I mean, Guns N' Roses, you see how they've got a new song in the set, right? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, absurd. a
3: strange
0: one. Well, well, it's based off an old uh demo from, from Chinese. Yeah, old. silkworms yeah. from Chinese. From the saying,
3: it's so strange. Uh, yeah, did he, he was doing some very weird vocals. vocal stuff, and
0: yeah. they had they had some canned vocals. Yeah. uh for okay. him as well, some triggered stuff. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. very weird. But I'm interested Austin, to guy. see if
1: it's in the set again tonight. They play yeah. at Live Stadium tonight. So okay. I I
0: I got an email from uh Rockstar University up in uh, Santa Rosa, and you know what? The next band. That, now that they're open is it's uh, beer drinkers and Hell razors this easy top cover band that i was of i've course. talked about previously yeah. mm-hmm. uh being a fence I, I i'm really tempted but then again says so a faster pussycat on new year's eve but uh um yeah I'm, I'm okay i've got the i've got the tickets i've got the shots um i'm still going to you know obviously i don't like the idea of crowds because you just don't know um and we just don't know what this damn delta or the next few letters of the greek alphabet are gonna do i i don't think we're safe but i do think we need to get on with life because i don't think um We can survive shut down much longer just um, in terms of mentally, let alone financially. So it's a really weird situation to be in. And I know every state's its own kind of petri dish. Um, Every city is its own as well because every, every place has different adoption rates for you know vaccines and whatnot it'd just be nice if we could all get on the same page and just you know wipe it out as much as we can with the tools that we have Ken we're you know we'll be in a yeah. crowd and we're both doing the meeting Do the crowd. between Plexiglas uh, well,
2: you, you being on an aisle seat and me you know next to you you no, I'm, get I'm, away I'm socially distant I'm kind of curious on, on uh, how the venue and how actually KISS is going to handle stuff uh kiss regarding the like a meet and greet the meet and greet um how they will handle that um it'd be interesting they haven't said anything regarding you know the, well you, you need to be back you know vaccinated to do the meet and greet or anything like that i haven't heard anything um but i know the venues a lot of the venues now are saying yeah you either have to be vaccinated or have a you know a, a test within the last like uh 70 last 72 hours stuff like that a lot of venues are doing like that's that sort of thing um you know i've been vaccinated so i'm okay um but you know yeah i'm sure we'll be bringing our masks and 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 whatnot um the other thing is i was thinking is you know what the hell did they do in the old days i mean there was a lot of diseases in the earlier you know to you know what was it 1918 or 19, 19, yeah, 19. Spanish flu polio all these things measles uh what did they do did they just hide in their their houses they didn't wear masks
0: they did wear a uh, mask in the Spanish influenza they, they, most, the Spanish ser- influenza? they, they okay. most certainly did and they also uh ticketed people for not wearing masks oh really in America
2: okay. I didn't no. even know they
0: took it in. No, no, it that's, it, that's it, it was, okay. and and there were groups of people who would shame people for not being masked, you know, and chase uh, them chase them off the roads. I mean, you can't do that nowadays. Can't They'll do that. Lock on no, yeah, shot. Good, yeah. Good luck.
2: But yeah, I agree with you, Julian, that you know, uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, everyone or most get vaccinated, and yeah, we can start putting this thing, you know, behind us. Uh, hopefully. Uh, and you know, try
0: to get back to normal, yeah, normal's good after all, you know all right. you know I miss th- normal, yeah, I miss normal as well, all right, that's it. That's our ranking. That's one of the topics off off the board obviously you've got everyone's got their opinions, everyone just do what's right for you, um you know easy as that, so hopefully we can get back to normal to everyone who's going to Nashville this weekend for the rock and pod. wish I was there. Um, you know have a great time you know um that play that event is following tennessee's you know guidelines for the event and each one of the artists there will be doing their own thing in terms of what they want and feel comfortable with in social distancing for meeting fans but you know i'm sure you're still going to have a really good time because a lot of work has gone into that so um you know, I'd like to thank the guys at Unholy Radio for having me on and letting me do a takeover this week. Um, real fun just to play 10 tracks that came to mind. Actually, there were 11. Uh, stuck one in at the end there. So, hope to do that again. It was real fun. So, for now, from Ken, from Lonnie, Daniel, and myself, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for spending time listening to the Kiss FAQ podcast today. All sales are final, there are no refunds.